0: welcome to episode one of my podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about how to find the time for self-care. So most of us will know that uh, self-care is quite an important part of our well-being and something that benefits us but I so often hear from my clients that they don't have time. They're too busy. They lead busy lives, and you know I get that. I really get that. We all have busy lives. It seems to, um, you know, that there's a phrase. Oh, tomorrow, next week will be better. Next week will be clearer, and it always feels like we're sort of jam packed with things to do, and looking after ourselves often falls to the bottom of the list. Especially if you're uh, if you've got a family to look out after, often the kids' needs come first and uh, you don't get to make time for yourself and that that can affect your well-being so I'm going to be talking about uh, the importance of self-care and how important that is and also then we're going to talk about um, how you can make that happen in your life how you can carve out the time easily without feeling like you're shoehorning stuff in or um or it's just making you more busy and there's more stuff to do. And then I'm going to finish up with a really great tip for self-care, which is something slightly unusual, but um, it could really benefit your mindset and how you're feeling and something that you might not have heard of before. So so let's get on with the main part of the podcast. Um, So first of all, when we talk about self-care, Often what springs to mind is going for a manicure or a massage or maybe like languishing in a bubble bath with candles. And yeah, those things, if if that's what you uh, really enjoy doing and feel really recharged after those things, then those are really great examples of self-care. And yes, you know, do those things. Um, but some of the more Uh, less talked about aspects of self-care are things like setting boundaries for yourself and saying no to people when you might otherwise have said yes so for example if uh, a particularly overbearing neighbour is always asking you favours and you know you you feel bad saying no because you know maybe they're not very well or something like that or um there's a bit of guilt there and you end up doing stuff for this person in this example. Um, perhaps self-care in this in this respect is having the confidence to clearly and kindly say no to this person. So that is actually honouring yourself and your own well-being, but it's not actually having a bubble bath or something. So, Or, or setting boundaries with uh, maybe family members or even your partner, where you uh, build a wall around yourself so that you are protected and they're not always coming to you for things. You know, you learn how to kindly say no and to protect your space. That is also self-care and it is really, also really, really important for your well-being. Um, You know, when people put you on the spot, that's a horrible feeling, isn't it? It's happened to all of us. You know, someone asks you something and you're like, oh, you know, you don't know what to do, and you end up saying yes um, when you really didn't want to say no because it's just mainly because someone's put you on the spot. Um, learning how to deal with that and feeling confident with um, saying no kindly and calmly. is a a brilliant uh, method of self-care. Some of the other ones which um, people benefit from greatly, you know, my clients will will, uh, testify to this, is sometimes just alone time or silence. For me, that is a huge one. I do need to have some alone time um, and quiet. I used to always have to put the telly on when I came home from work, or I would always have the radio on, but I think as I've got... A bit older and a bit more in tune with with my needs I just can't cope with having noise <laughs> I can't cope with having the radio on the whole time or the telly and for me to have silence is is really um replenishes me actually as does being outside now I know a lot of people really do thrive on having outdoors time getting out in the fresh air and I'm the same you know I um really really enjoy being in the countryside and especially by myself so then I kill two birds with one stone but um so yeah so not like the traditional going for a massage type things but you know just being in the fresh air being alone okay so what's a good way to make sure that this these self-care activities do actually happen in your life how do you carve out the time from your busy schedule to make sure that they happen. So, first of all, I think it really helps to view self-care as essential and understand that um, nothing will happen if you're not well taken care of. You know, what what happens if you don't look after yourself at all? Well, The worst uh, scenario is you get ill and then you can't do anything. But if you're not looking after your needs, you can become unpleasant to be around more stressed snappy um, and your health and well-being uh, s- suffers so think about what do you need to do regularly to keep yourself well nourished happy healthy and productive so those are going to be your key self-care activities what do you need to do regularly to keep yourself well nourished happy healthy and productive because that's actually another one is sometimes self-care is just cooking really great tasty food that's nourishing I'm not going to say healthy food but because I think that most food cooked from scratch in your own home is is as healthy as it gets but yeah so cooking a healthy meal and sorry cooking a a home-cooked meal is also brilliant self-care so the things that you need to do regularly to keep yourself happy healthy and productive that could be things like Getting enough sleep, getting a good solid eight hours, meditating, spending time outside, like I said, or spending time with friends even. So once you have got identified a list of activities that really do keep you thriving, glowing, flourishing and being happy and productive... Those are your, your, your best activities and really do view those as essentials, you know, because it's not just benefiting you, it will benefit the people around you, your family, your friends, your colleagues, uh, your neighbours, the other people who are sitting next to you in traffic, everyone around you benefits when you are well looked after. Okay so you have these essentials and we can understand that uh, there are certain activities that are really essential to your well-being. So this is the key bit. Take a look at the coming week in your calendar and put in time for these activities where they're going to fit best. Put them in first before you work out all the other things that you need to do in that week. Um, if you're working nine to five, then you'll still have space either side of work where you do errands and what have you, or, or you need to meet people or collect stuff. Before you put that into your diary for the coming week, put in your self-care activities. And then view them that as just non-negotiables, Okay. So if you wait to fit in your self-care activities with the leftover time you have, so if you put in all the things you need to do, like all the errands you need to run, the work you need to do, the meetings you need to have, if you put those in first and think, oh, well, I'll see what time I've got left over and then I'll do um, something, something for me, some me time, it is really unlikely that your needs will be met if you wait to use leftover time to have time for yourself okay put your self-care essentials in up front and everyone else will get the best version of you if you do that and view these activities as absolutely non-negotiables okay And this also means that if you put these activities in first, you have less space to fill up your calendar with things that aren't essential or things that sap your energy. You know, I I have been guilty of this, where I uh, plan out my week and I literally put in almost everything that I could possibly do um, that needs to get done. And actually, a lot of that stuff is not essential. It doesn't need to be done. It's, you know, it's part of this culture of busy is better. Um, and, and actually busy isn't better. You know, doing things and activities and tasks just for the sake of it so that we can hold our heads high and say how busy we are and how stressed we are is really doing no one any good. So if you if you it's um if you diarise your me time first, you have a greater chance of having your needs met and also uh, less chance of filling up your calendar with um really just things you don't need to do. So um Kate Northrup is the absolute expert on weekly time planning and I'll put some I'll, I'll put the details in the show notes for you. She uh she always recommends doing a weekly to-do list instead of a daily one and there are lots of really great reasons why why that works better. Um but I I'll, I'll point you in the direction of Kate Northrop. so if you're interested you can read read a bit more about that. So Okay, so the first part is diarise your self-care before you diarise anything else. Plan in advance. Planning is key. It just doesn't happen if you leave it to chance. And then be strict. You know, I mean, that's a boundary in itself, isn't it? You know, um, this is my time for self-care. Sorry, I can't do that for you then. Or that's not going to happen then because that's when... I uh, you know go for a walk in the park for an hour, or that's when I uh, spend an hour talking to my friend in Australia, or or something like that. You need to be strict, okay? And um, I've I've actually had to do this myself. I absolutely love walking in the countryside, and I would always hope that it would happen at the weekend, but my family isn't big into country walks. So I just kept sort of thinking, oh, well, maybe we'll do it one day. Maybe my son will grow up and, you know, he'll be a bit more into walking and we can do it soon. But I realised that it just wasn't happening. So I have uh, scheduled some time in my calendar and because I uh, work for myself, I I am able to plan my time during the week uh, a bit more flexibly. So I carve out some time and I go for a a walk in the countryside I put my walking boots on and that for me is now non-negotiable nothing can encroach on my walking time it really is it's essential to my well-being and um I I won't I won't let that be changed or encroached on for anyone really unless it's something that I really want to do but you know it's just like that that time is blocked out and no one can come into it then. Um, something you might be feeling is you might be feeling slightly self-indulgent spending time on yourself and that is very very common. Um, if, As I was saying you know it's part of the busy is best culture you know if you're taking time out or resting or uh, you know doing a self-care activity sometimes it can feel like you're being lazy or self-indulgent or people will be judging you you know or is it a bit princessy to go off and do something lovely for yourself now that is that's that's a case of changing your mindset if if you're feeling like that and it's a horrible feeling to feel like you're being lazy or indulgent but what happens if you don't take care of yourself? What's going to happen if you don't do these things to look after yourself? I mean, often I say that you know, you have to take responsibility yourself because nobody else is going to arrange lovely self-care activities for you. That is down to you. And really, they are so important for your well-being. So... There are things you can do to help change your mindset around feeling indulgent and lazy. One thing is you can write out, spend some time writing out all the benefits of doing these activities for yourself. You know, what will happen when you spend some time doing these things which are essential for your well-being? What are the benefits? And write as many things on this list as you can and then also have a think about what are the benefits to those around you what will other what will other people notice when you're when you start taking care of yourself and your well-being so that's also something that's that's uh good to really cultivate a good feeling about um, if you're thinking that like your family or your friends, maybe the people who are judging you and calling you indulgent or lazy for spending time on yourself, then what are going to be what are going to be the benefits to them if you start uh, if you start having time for yourself? I mean, I think for myself, I am nicer to be around at home because I am making an effort to have this time to do something that I really really like that is particular for me you know it's not um it's something that nobody else wants to do so I'm going to do it by myself I'm not going to put my needs to the side because nobody else wants to do it I will take responsibility and and go for that walk by myself that nobody wants to come with me for Um, that's 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 helping them too because then I don't go on at them at the weekend about oh come on let's go out for a walk. Um, that doesn't happen anymore because I'm 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 getting that from from my own sources. So, if you're feeling lazy and indulgent, really work on all the reasons why scheduling some self-care time is of of benefit to you and to those around you. Okay. So, and on that on a similar theme, there I, I wanted to just finish up with. Uh, another really great tip for self-care that you can do which is a bit more unusual than the the traditional um, ways of having me time so once you've decided on a a window of time that you're going to spend on yourself something that you might like to do is again with a pen and paper you might have a journal or a notebook that you use for these kind of things but um, take start to write a list of all the things that you are great at. And this is called a little bit like a, a confidence stock take or a confidence inventory, I call it. So what doing this um, helps you to grow in confidence And even if you don't feel like you have a problem with self-confidence, it's always good to think positively about yourself and your your abilities. But if you do have an issue with self-confidence, then this is a really, really great self-care activity for you. So on your list, write all the things that you are really great at. So you might be great, great at making spaghetti bolognese. You might be amazing at that. You might be really good at ensuring the house is always locked when you leave it. I mean, you might be amazing at painting watercolours or uh, public speaking or writing books. Um, But this doesn't have to be also doesn't have to be about money or sort of corporate successes. It can be really tiny things. It can be something like, oh, I'm really, really great at packing the shopping in the supermarket. You know, nothing gets squashed. Um... Everything's really easy to unpack. It can, you know, it can be mundane stuff and almost, you know, mundane stuff is is no has no less value than huge stuff. Like I'm really great at securing multimillion dollar funding for my business. You know, everything is everything is an achievement and is is something to be to be proud of. You know, there isn't some scale where some things are more worthy than others, you know, maybe uh, you're a great friend, or uh, you make people smile, or you're great at cutting the grass, whatever it is, write it down and keep adding to that list and spend time thinking about all the things you are great at. And actually, that has the effect of changing the neural pathways in your brain. And moving towards a more positive mindset and if you're struggling with self-confidence then that is a really really great thing to do okay so i hope this has been useful for you so just to recap we talked about the importance of self-care and how it is literally essential i think you know you have to look after yourself for your well-being and well-being of those around you and we talked about how uh, you need to diarize it before you put in any other commitments in your week and then be strict. This is non-negotiable. So be realistic about what you can achieve in a week, put it in your diary and uh, it is a non-negotiable, okay? And then we talked about if you feel indulgent about self-care and having the time for yourself, a way to sort of become feel more positive about that and understand that it really is an incredibly beneficial thing it is not lazy or indulgent okay um so uh we're going to end it there and if you have any questions i'm always very pleased to hear from you so drop me a line i'm very active on instagram Email is always a great way to get hold of me. I'm good at answering my emails. Um, And let me know how you get on. Thanks.